If the internet is the Wild West, then cryptocurrencies are like gold nuggets, and blockchain enthusiasts are like miners. For years, crypto has always stayed this way, but with new Bitcoin regulation being passed by the House of Representatives and updated IRS crypto regulatory guidelines, the sheriff is finally coming to town. I'm going to tell you whether he's coming to shut down the mine or round up the outlaws. Let's get it. Welcome to BitBoy Crypto. My name is Ben. Every day I show you how to make money in cryptocurrency. If you like money, hit that subscribe button and tap the bell so you don't get a case of the BitBoy FOMO. In this video, I'm going to be giving you the facts on crypto taxes. It might not be pretty, but it's what we got. However, what we may be getting down the pipeline in the future in terms of legislation could actually be a good thing. Now, you may have heard that the IRS got its hands on cryptocurrencies back in 2014, and many people, including myself, began wondering what this could mean for the future of crypto and how we might have to file it on our tax forms. Well, the IRS broke its silence on the matter with an official Frequently Asked Questions page clarifying what I could have only speculated about back then. So if you watch one of my previous videos, you'll know that while Bitcoin and other cryptos have failed as a currency, they've staked their claim in the world as a kind of digital gold. Bitcoin has become more of an object with value rather than something like the US dollar, pound, or yen. The IRS seems to agree with me for once and also sees cryptocurrency as an object for tax purposes such as real estate or vintage jello molds. Because of this, just like with other objects, you now have to report capital gains and losses you get from trading on the net. If you don't, you're in trouble because the IRS will come knocking on your door for what they are owed. But how do you figure out what's a gain or loss when it comes to crypto? Well, first, you have to understand just exactly what a taxable event is. Basically, it's when something happens that triggers a loss or a gain. These events are things like trading from crypto to dollars, crypto to crypto, using crypto to buy stuff, or being paid with crypto is some form of income. Doesn't matter if that is from mining it yourself or being given to you in exchange for a good or a service. At this point in the FAQ, the IRS has got me thinking, what the heck isn't a taxable event? Well, thankfully for us, there are a few things. If, for example, you were to receive crypto as a gift from Granny at Christmas, God bless her soul, the IRS would keep their distance. This also applies to transfers, like when you shuffle crypto from one wallet to another without gaining or losing anything, and when you spend US dollars on crypto. The gains and losses don't actually kick in until you sell, swap, or spend your own crypto, which, by the way, you can do with the Crypto.com card. But if you're worried about these new regulations, you're not alone. But should you be? I say no. You can use Zen Ledger. With them, you can quickly create financial reports, crypto tax forms, look at your profits, as well as keep track of all of your trades. You can either work with your tax pro or talk to one of Zen Ledger's own on getting started for free. I did it in the beginning. Now, I personally use Zen Ledger, but better yet, I have my CPA using it as well. And I love it because it does everything I need to make sure I don't end up like our buddy, John McAfee, at the end of the year. So no matter what hot new crypto I'm investing in, Zen Ledger covers it all, and it's compatible with most major international currencies like euros, yen, and pounds. Plus, it's IRS-friendly, so it makes sure I never accidentally give them too much money. But more than anything, it's quick and easy. So either you'll love it, or your tax guy will love you for it. 
If you want to give it a try, please make sure to visit zenledger.bitboy.live. Now, this wasn't a sponsored segment, but I will make affiliate revenue if you use my link. In more positive news, though, Congressman Darren Soto, a Democrat from Florida, recently got the Digital Taxonomy Act and the Blockchain Innovation Act approved by the House of Representatives, which has now gone to the Senate. You probably didn't hear about this. Nobody's been talking about it. Both of the acts were fused into the Consumer Safety Technology Act, also known as H.R. 8128, a bill that basically tells the Consumer Product Safety Commission figure out different ways they can use artificial intelligence to protect consumers. This would include things like tracking when consumers are hurt by certain products, keeping an eye on retail stores when they try to sell recall products, and find products that have been refused admission into the United States. It also tells the Federal Trade Commission how to train their workers on how to find and protect consumers from intentionally deceitful actions that involve cryptocurrencies. It is also meant to serve as a command to the FTC to report to the House Committee on Energy and Commerce, of all things. There is another version, though, of the same committee that exists in the Senate, which they have to report to called the Committee on Commerce, Science and Transportation. And in each report, they have to outline how they are striking back against the liars and cheats of the crypto world in order to make sure the internet is a safer or profitable place. Sounds like a lot of bureaucratic red tape to me. But it also says what I've been saying for years, which is that crypto has to be allowed to grow because it is so vital for the next generation of creators and innovators. HR 8128 also tells the Secretary of Commerce to get with the FTC and figure out what the best method of protecting public and private partnerships is in the world of crypto, as well as ways that they could make the applications of crypto more apparent to the public and how they can use it. This would all serve the ultimate purpose of fighting crypto fraud wherever it may lurk. Another one of the individuals in Congress that has pushed for this bill besides Soto is the House Agricultural Committee ranking member, K. Michael Conway. Conway is particularly excited by this bill as he was recorded saying, I'm excited by the support this bipartisan legislation has received in Congress. And he also says that he thinks the bill will pave the way for innovators and to develop new digital commodity projects. Wow, a forward-thinking legislator. How novel. Now, let's look at what all this means for you, the Bit Squad. Look, we hate regulation. It sucks. But it's truly a necessary evil, if you will. I've seen firsthand countless crypto scams. They're creative and downright dastardly. I've even fell for a couple myself. One of the most recent scams I've seen involves people faking my BitBoy collectible cards on Rarible.com. They screenshot my art and try to resell them as their own, and it works. And this is the part that is extremely crucial. When someone buys something fake, puts a terrible taste in their mouth for whatever it was they thought they were spending their hard-earned money on. And in the real world, you know, that place outside of the window in your parents' basement. How about that, then? People do not like getting scammed. And I understand the argument that taxes and the government are basically a giant scam themselves and pyramid schemes solely looking out for themselves. But in reality, people who get scammed in crypto, they just don't come back. So it matters. This is why we need regulation to keep the bad actors out and the new investors from getting absolutely wrecked. The fact there isn't a ton of crypto regulation yet is one of the reasons that makes you realize how early on we are in this and how massive the opportunities are to make money. That's all I got. Be blessed. Big boy out.